Hello everyone. There we go, that should be better. Hello everyone. Uh, thanks for checking this out. Uh, so this is going to be a live stream and a podcast here. So I'm going to talk about this idea of um, one change. Um, but first I'll start out by playing a little bit on the tune. So we're still still deciding a couple of the tunes, um, but we'll work with uh, Days of Wine and Roses as our standard, and then um, I do have a Latin tune lined up um, that was uh, recommended by a um, member here. And so if you have a blues tune that you'd like to like me to cover, give my take on. Still haven't picked one out, so um, so let me know. All right, but I'll start out with a little bit of uh, a little bit of playing here. Okay, everybody. So, um, 
onto this idea of um, um, days of wine and roses. So this is a practice idea and concept. So what we're talking about here is um, ways to practice and 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 think about uh, trying to trying to kind of hit things from different angles so that we can we can learn or kind of almost um, almost kind of trick the mind into absorbing something um, and, and being able to perform um, in a in a way that uh, that kind of um, gives us smooth uh, maybe lines or whatever outcome we really really want actually so um, so a really uh, effective way is to take one change one chord change um, which would be two chords okay so um, so one change is happening when you move from one chord to one other chord so let's say F major 7 so I'm playing an F major 9 here see this so I've got an F major 9 and um, we have this E flat, E flat nine. So let's um, talk about, about that. So what you might do there is take, you can do this with chords. We'll start with chords. Um, take a chord like this and say, okay, what moves kind of slowly and maybe nearby? Okay, so we're here going from the F major nine Moving to the E flat nine, so it has a dominant seven. So we can do a couple things with this. We can try to gain insight by by um, comparing the shapes themselves. Okay, so this one has a major seven. It's a different set of intervals, but it's kind of similar. So we have major third, perfect fifth, okay, and then a minor third. Now this E flat, of course we're playing in a different spot, but um, so we're in fifth position here. We have a major third, okay, that's pretty similar. We have a diminished fifth, okay, and then a major third. Okay, so that third string is one half step lower relative to the root note. So, so practice that change. So, but then since you're focusing on one change, you can say, well, what if we start at the same place and we want to try to think, get things to go maybe in a different direction? So, so what if we looked at the first inversion of an E flat seven? So that's that's kind of simple. Um, now, what if we took that and said, well, what if we want a nine in there so we can maybe play this chorus. I'm in 10th position. It kind of looks like a, a G minor seven flat five, right? but we have E flat as our bass note, even though we're not playing it. Okay, so you can kind of go up there, you can play that. Now, what if we uh, put a sharp 11 in there so we take this Fifth and lower it. So that's kind of a cool sound there. So we go up, 
then we can explore that direction. Now, um, you can go on and on with this and do so many things just with one one change. You know, you can uh, work out all the inversions, move from one to the next, do different uh, colors on it, just change, you know, change the root note, change the fifth, fifth, and um, and all that, and really go crazy with it. So it's really like hours of available um, uh, things to explore there so we won't go into all that but that's sort of kind of the con the concept I guess behind this um, this particular series which is to give a good starting point for some things to practice um, so one chord change right, so I'm gonna do a little more playing um, I plan to do a member update tomorrow a little bit behind on my week here um, but um, but some things I'm, I'm just kind of working out is uh, getting a little try to get a little bass drum sound which I might do in here um, I'm not sure I'm gonna do it right now because I haven't really practiced with it but um, but it'd be kind of cool to just a little bass sound but it's coming through real loud so. something like um, um, so anyway that's a little insight into it. one thing I'm trying to do to maybe um, add some elements to this more kind of informal setup that I'm doing in this my lesson room um, but I'm hoping to be back in the um, my my regular online studio down um, down there um, tomorrow. So I'll do some backing tracks and stuff. Um, but anyhow, let me do some a little bit of playing, and uh, and I do have some other kind of information that I think folks will find kind of interesting for the um, exclusive update tomorrow. So some studio things that I'm doing kind of relating to that as well. All right, so I'm going to play through a little bit. Um, I'll play around with um, with Solar. I was doing that one a little bit last month, so we'll play around with that a little bit.
Okay, so there as well. Um, um, kind of the idea, you know, is to um, have a result where you can kind of let your um, your imagination take you on at least as far as the um, the notes go. Just say if uh, you hear something going a little bit higher, um, you know, play along with that, and then have access to um, being able to make a change, maybe in mid phrase, and um, be able to get kind of inside the changes and and all that. So um, so let's take another uh, moment in, in the tune. So moments that you really want to have great control over on really any tune. Um, I mean, moments like a 5-1, right? So be able to take, so let's talk about a little bit less about chords and maybe a melody um, to, to say, okay. So I'm really th thinking about maybe taking four notes of one chord and then playing four notes on on the other chord. So in this example, we're thinking about C7 going to F, basically. And um, if you're just starting out with this, one great thing to do is, is really work on our arpeggios. So. something like that um, and then um, melodic structures which we've talked a little bit about um, okay which we're, we're gonna get into that a little bit more in the month too we're gonna kind of keep refreshing and keep talking and hitting these things with different angles um, so melodic structures pentatonic scales, um, pentatonic scales that are kind of specific to chord changes. So in that context, you still do four notes, um, but try to make your way through all, all five notes as you keep repeating that, that process. So for example, you play keep making your way down the range so every other time try to include uh, the fifth uh, fifth note kind of in the um, in the pattern of everything okay now when you get up to well maybe six note scales um, or even seven notes especially seven notes then you're more choosing the tones uh, maybe which which beats to land on so um, and eight note scales like um, bebop type scales are really help helpful for handling that as well um, so taking um, taking some tones like or maybe okay and just kind of building lines and and uh, practicing landing on uh, chord tones 
on the on the beats. Um, um, so you don't necessarily always have to do that, but um, but that's a good practice just to kind of get solid on making those sorts of uh, chord changes and things. All right, so I'm gonna do maybe a little more playing on it, and um, or maybe I'll play another tune here. Um, think about it. Another tune, or maybe I'll stick with this one. Um, or maybe, maybe what I'll do is just kind of improvise on a particular change just to kind of illustrate that. So um, let's just take F to E flat 9 like we talked about. So just kind of moving around and working between those um, those particular chords, and you can take any chord change and kind of do that. Let's say E minor seven flat five to A seven. kind of moving moving around and and if you kind of get get stuck on oh what's what is there then that gives an opportunity to to um, kind of fill in a little gap maybe in in how the patterns are laid out or what you're hearing um, all right so I'll, maybe I'll play through a little bit a little bit more and then we'll uh, wrap up for today So that name of the game here is take uh, Days of Wine and Roses or anything that you're working on, but we're, we're going to be working on Days of Wine and Roses a lot this, this month. So work on that um, and take each 
each chord change and see what you can kind of do as far as chord voicings and as far as moving from one um, chord to the next and see what the results are you know see if um, and sometimes the results take a little time to, to show themselves but um, you know see if you gain some fluidity there between um, chord changes or are maybe able to play continuous eighth notes throughout without any concern about what position you are that in um, that would be a really good goal or exercise um, to put, you know have the freedom to phrase um, through really any chord changes um, and stop and start your phrase at will and those kinds of things all right everybody um, thanks again for checking out this talk and um, for those of you who are watching the video on the YouTube channel thanks for your membership and uh, if you're checking this out on the podcast consider joining uh, visiting um, youtube.com forward slash fretprints or you can uh, visit fretprints.com to kind of see what's coming out all right everybody thanks again i'll see you in the next one